Welcome to another episode. My name is Jose Naharo, and today we're going to take a look at my stock portfolio. I'm going to do a quick update on how things are going right now with the market dropping. Right, we're in February 29th. The market just dropped over 12% from its all time highs. Um, we're in correction territory. So, I want to talk about my current portfolio. In this episode, I'm gonna, like I said, I'm going to talk about my current portfolio and performance compared to the S and SPY, uh, SPY portfolio. Second, unfortunately, I broke a rule that I have when investing, and we're going to see how much that broken rule cost me and what I ended up learning from that rule. Next, I'm going to show my holdings and compare them to what my holdings looked like just a few months ago, uh, just about a month ago, and see how my rule, my rule that broke, I broke affected things. Um, and then I'm going to talk about what my update is with the current stock portfolio and things I'm going to work on, um, things I'm I've learned and things that i'm going to continue to do as the market if the market continues to drop so let's get started um so right stock market performance the stock market from its all-time highs has dropped about 12 percent um and if you guys haven't don't forget to subscribe i mainly post content on companies that i take a look at but from time to time every two three weeks um i've um maybe maybe sometimes once a month i post about my portfolio so let's take a look at my stock portfolio performance let's just go right off the bat um first i started this account on november 7th 2019 and there this was when the market was at its all-time highs at that moment and there were three reasons i made this portfolio first is i wanted to show how i would invest when the market was at all-time highs second i wanted to do this this portfolio based on my youtube videos like i mentioned before right i do youtube videos on companies that i do research on and if i like that company then i'll proceed to purchase it and that's what i'm doing the this video on the um this portfolio on and third it's to keep track it's pretty much a diary for myself to help me understand right i have since i do I do a video at least once a month, once a month on my stock portfolio. It helps me keep track on how my account is doing, and it helps me understand what I did wrong, what I did good, and learn, helps me learn. Um, so yeah, those are the three purposes. Um, so this account started three months ago. So three months ago, it started in November seventh, twenty nineteen. Right now we're in February, almost the start of March. So a little bit over three months. Um, I started this account at fifteen thousand dollars. On the 11th 7th i dropped 2500 and the 11th 8th i dropped um 12,587 so 15,087 dollars to be exact was with this position started and then every two weeks i deposit uh, a set amount of my of my uh of my uh of my income into this portfolio i have another portfolio outside of this that i also deposit money um and eventually that portfolio i invest differently than this portfolio and i'll, I'll take a look at that portfolio um, later, I'll probably show that portfolio later on. But at the moment, this is the most my most important portfolio based on my YouTube videos. So you can see, right, every two weeks I deposit money, and right now it's a constant four hundred and thirty-one dollars and three cents. My last deposit was on the twenty-fourth, and based on cash deposit, if all if I just had total cash, um, the amount of cash I deposited has been eight thousand four eighteen thousand four hundred and eighty-four dollars. And I think that alone shows how how crazy or how good it is to constantly just keep putting money into your account. If you keep putting money into your account, it just keeps growing and growing, um, right? In just a few months, it grew just by dropping money. It has grown on itself. 
and it's something that you do this is automatic for me it automatically takes out of my paycheck and it goes there so it's money that i don't even see um in my paycheck so i don't have to worry about hey what if i had this money um so that that i just wanted to show that um so then i wanted to look at the returns of the spy right so every day each of these days i deposit up money right i said what if i bought the spy based on that amount i purchased um and on those returns on those date on those dates so if i would have purchased right the spy when i dropped 2500 on november 7th what i have the returns for each of those dates if i if i would have just invested in the spy portfolio my my mark my portfolio would be down 4.75 percent 4.75 percent that's that's a, a pretty big drop it's almost it would be five percent down um so my amount invested would have been 1700 um 17,600 that's about 800 dollars less than, than how much i started and that's not a good feeling right that's not a good feeling my invested portfolio my portfolio based on my holdings is actually doing much better and i'm actually pretty happy that it is my invested portfolio is still in the red unfortunately but it's down not even 0.5 percent so it's doing almost almost nine times better than if i was invested in the spy portfolio and right so like i said it's still down my 18484 dollars it has actually turned to 18393 so I'm down about $90 opposed to almost $800 that I would have been down if I would have invested in the SPY. And right, investing in the SPY is what I would consider for most passive investors. If you guys just want to grow in passive investing, I if I was a passive investor, I would just do SPY. That's okay, um, 100% sure. But I am an active investor. I, I really move around what companies I invest. So I, I put time in. I put tons and tons of time in. So I would hope my returns would be doing better than the SPY. And so it is. And it's working out for me. And I'm pretty, I'm happy for that. Uh, and I'm also happy because if you guys have seen my previous videos, um, my stock market account, um, when it was at all-time highs, um, my, uh, my account was matching the SPY. So when it was all-time high, it was matching the SPY. And now, when it's at um, when it's a low, my my portfolio is not matching the SPY, and that's great, right? So I'm matching the returns, but I'm not matching the declines. I'm matching the positive, but I'm not matching the the decrease. So now here, when the market goes back up, um, I'll be able to, in in theory, I should be able to beat the market, um, and that's what I'm hoping. And another good thing is, if you guys have seen my video, I am not fully invested. I had about 20 to 25, maybe 30% in cash in my last video. Um, and so I was matching the portfolio with only 70% of cash. So that to me was a great, that, that was to me was another, another great thing that I was knowing. Hey, it's like, hey, I'm only using 70% of cash, but I'm matching a SPY portfolio that was 100% invested in cash. So I knew if some downturn happened, I had money at hand. And I'm not saying I'm the smartest investor, right? I just know that the best way to make money and the best way to have your portfolio of growth and not make stupid mistakes is if you have a plan and to understand your risk, your risk, um, your risk comfortable, right? I, it was the market was all time highs. I wanted to ride that wave, so that's why I put about seventy five to eighty percent of my money to work. But I still had some form of I, I wasn't fully. 
um, I guess my risk tolerance was not that high that I was I, I felt that hey maybe I, sh I wanted to keep 20% in cash um, and that's my risk tolerance right that was my risk tolerance telling me that hey you won't feel comfortable in being invested by that much and that's something I feel like every investor needs to understand they need to know hey when I'm sleeping tonight and if the stock market crashes tomorrow or what ha whatever happens how much how much would I be happy if I still had in cash or how much would I be willing to have in cash or if I was 100% invested and the stock market crash, there are people that might not care, right? They might be like, hey, I, the stock market historically has continued to go up. Um, the only time you hit in, in the SPY portfolio, if you have lost money is if you sold too early. So some people are like, hey, 100% invested, let's go all in. I, am, I feel 100% comfortable with that. Again, I feel like there's no wrong answer to how your investment style is as long as you follow the plan. Because the moment you unfollow your plan is the moment things start to go bad. And unfortunately, that's what ended up happening to me. And I'm going to talk about that in a bit. So then here, this is pretty much a big bunch of nonsense at the moment. And I'm going to talk about um, the rule I ended up breaking. Um, so actually, let's just go back to the other slide. The rule that I ended up breaking is I only invested in companies I did full research on. I only invested in companies I did full research on. But um, I, wasn't, I, I only wanted to keep about 20 to 15% of cash at all times. Unfortunately, uh, which is not a bad thing, unfortunately, money coming into my account and um, I, wasn't being a, I wasn't able to research that many companies to my, to my acceptance um, fast enough so my cash position kept growing faster than i was actually spending in and putting it into into a, a company or 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 into something so what ended up happening is i had too much money at hand um and i'm like hey i need to put this money to work so what i ended up doing is earning seasons just came up and there are so many companies that i wanted to look at but honestly one as i'm a full-time worker um i didn't have the time so I, I ended up bending my rule a little bit, and this is where things started to go bad. I ended up bending my rule a little bit, and but to some extent, I started buying companies that were dropping on earnings that I wanted to invest on, but I didn't do a full analysis on them yet. So what I ended up doing to do, I, I understood I was breaking my rule. So that was my number one thing. I understood that I was breaking my rule by not doing my full my full research on the company, but because I knew I was breaking that rule. I made a new rule that I would only buy a very small position in these companies. So like that, I can create some form of watch list that, hey, if the company goes up, I can write it a little bit up. But um, it also told me, hey, these are the companies I need to invest next on. Um, so what ended up happening is if you take a look here, all the green ones are, are companies that I ended up buying. Um, I ended up buying um, because I wanted to spend cash. And either they had dropped a bit or I really liked their earnings, but did not do a full research on them. So I started buying small positions. So I bought Facebook. I bought um, Luck and Coffee. I bought Take-Two Interactive, Turtle Beach. I bought Uber. I sold my Macy's account. Um, and the reason I sold my Macy's was because I, I understood that, hey, Macy's for me, um, it was no longer fitting my, my investment style. So I it, it was a winner for me, a small winner for me. So I'm like, hey, I'm taking it out because I feel like my money can be used somewhere else. So I sold my Macy's, I bought Pindu, I bought Pinterest, and I bought Roku. Um, 
So this brought down, if we're gonna take a look in a bit, this brought down my cash position from like 30% down to 7%. Um, so it dropped down to 7%. And I'm like, all right, now I'm good. I, I'm using a lot of my cash at hands. Um, and unfortunately, I still knew I broke that rule. And that kind of broke my risk tolerance that I was talking about. And then what happened? February, then February 21st happened. So February 21st was when the market really started to react to this coronavirus aspect. It was the first big drop um, compared to how the overall market was doing. And my risk tolerance started to punch me in the gut. It was punching me and I was like cringing and I'm like, oh man, I messed up. And this is why I knew I messed up. I knew I messed up because one, I did not have the amount of cash ready at hand um, that I had, that I was supposed to have, that I told my, that my risk tolerance told me, it's like, hey, always have 20% at hand. And look, you messed up, um, you screwed up, and this is what you get. Um, so then I, I had to start thinking, I'm like, what, what is the main thing punching me in the gut? Like, what is my risk tolerance not liking about my portfolio? And I was looking at my big companies, all the companies, not my big companies, the companies that have done research on, and I'm like, eh, if these companies go down, these are the ones I'm going to buy. And I started looking at my portfolio and I'm like, I started looking at, the, I, I started thinking, right, this is when you go to the, your, your, your investor thought process. And I'm like, if the stock market drops more, which are the companies I'm not going to want to buy right now? Which are the, if I had money right now, which are the companies I'm going to want to buy and which are the companies I'm not going to want to buy. And obviously the ones that I did not write common, like if you guys are know where I'm going, the companies that I did not want to buy were the companies that I had yet to do any research on. Um, and that to me was like, bam, I broke my rule. Um, and now I have two decisions. I have two decisions. I have number one decision is take the loss, take a bit of a loss that I've taken. Um, if any, most of these weren't at a big loss, so that was a good thing. But it was like, take the loss now. Uh, it was either take the loss now, or this was just a moment a moment lapse. And what if the coronavirus, right? I think this was on a Friday. So it was like, weekend might be good. Um, stock market will continue back. So continue to ride the wave. But like you said, right? Said, right I had that risk. That risk um, tolerance telling me, hey, you your stomach won't handle it. Which which way would your stomach not handle it the worst? Right. So you have to understand the type of person you are. It was like, if the stock market continued to drop next week, would you be punching yourself in, in, in the gut? And I was like, yes. And then I was started thinking, if the stock market went up next week and you did not have these positions, um, would you be upset? And I was like, not really. Nope, not at all. So luckily for me, I went back to my role and I sold the positions that a two positions. So I sold positions that, hey, I just bought in and didn't do the research on and two positions that I felt I could be using my money elsewhere. So February 21st came and I sold a, I sold a bit of Boeing. I sold my GameStop, which that one gave me a big loss. GameStop, unfortunately, gave me one. It was one of my biggest losers. Um, but not by much, right? Even with that big loss of GameStop, I'm still my portfolio is still doing pretty good. I sold some um, Luckin Coffee. I sold Pinterest. I sold Turtle Beach. Um, and later on in the week, I even sold um, I even sold Take Two Interactive. I actually even sold one of my one of my good winners, Twitter. And that's because I felt that Twitter, even though 
even though I sold Twitter, does it mean most of these companies, right? Most of these companies that I sold, it's not that I think there were bad investments. That's not that's not what I'm saying. Like I'm not saying these companies are gonna go down. I'm saying that from where I understand these companies, I don't understand enough or in the or in the aspect of Twitter, in the aspect of Twitter, it was more of hey, I don't be I believe that my money that I have in Twitter right now can actually be making more money for me, even though Twitter, I believe, will still continue to give me good returns. I believe that the returns I can I can get better returns elsewhere, and that's where I sold Twitter. Um, so these are things you need to understand. Um, need to understand about yourself as an investor. Um, so, like I said, on February twenty first, I took a loss on some of these positions, and but I ended up increasing my cash positions to about back to twenty percent, where my gut feel, where my where my risk tolerance portfolio was good at. And if we take a look at, I was lucky, right? So I sold here February 21st. We can see this was the all-time highs. So I had taken probably a nice 2-3% loss from all-time highs. But look at that. It, I would have definitely been kicking myself if I did not sell that. And that to me told me, hey, you need to make sure to, even though you keep building up that cash position, make sure that you're only investing in the companies I truly understand because like the companies I truly understand, I did not care if those dropped. To me, they were, it were okay. I, I, I would have been able to buy more on those. But the ones I didn't truly understand, I know I would have been like, I'm a freaking idiot. Why did I purchase these? So now let's take a look at what I did on the stock market after the, these drops. So every day so far, I think every day this week was about a 2 or 3% drop. Um, so on um, the first one was on Monday. So Monday was the 24th, right? Monday on 24th, I bought some Disney and I bought some Huya. Two companies I'm completely um, bullish on. On two, uh, And I also sold my Take-Two Interactive, right? Another company, I, I am into the esports realm, but Take-Two was a company I had to do full research on. I've done, I've done my research on Huya. I've done my research on Activision. And those are the ones I'm really, uh, especially Huya, I'm one I'm super, super invested into. Um, then the 25th happened, which was Tuesday. We saw another drop. What companies did I go on to buy? I ended up buying Disney, another Disney. I'm very bullish on Disney. I ended up buying Intel and I bought Yes. Um, again, all these companies are companies that I understood the company and I've done research on them. Then came Wednesday. Came Wednesday the 26th. Uh, I think Wednesday the 26th was a pretty flat day. It was, I think, one of was the flattest day of, of them day. So I only ended up buying more Disney. And this was the day Bob Iger, I think, dropped out of Disney and it still kept dropping. So I'm like, hey, I'm still fairly happy buying more Disney. Um, so the 26th was Wednesday where it was not much um, not much happening, right? It was a pretty flat day. I think it was the last day. 27th, we saw another 3% day Thursday. And look, again, I went out and I went on a buying spree. I bought some Activision. I bought some Berkshire. I bought Disney. I bought Huya. I bought Intel. Like I said, I sold my Twitter, but not because I think Twitter is a bad holdings. It's just for me, a holdings that I think I can do better returns somewhere else. I bought some Uber. I bought some more space. Space I bought. Luckily, um, this was one one my wife told me about, and I did some research on. I bought this when the company was at seventeen dollars. So to me, space even with that uh, uh, that huge drop and huge incline, I'm still positive. So I bought some more space, even though it dropped the twenty seventh. All right, so that was good. 
Then the 28th happened, Friday, another 3% day. Friday was another 3% day. And what did I go? Hey, I went buying again. I bought Berkshire. I bought Boeing. I bought Sarens. All companies that I have done research on. I bought Disney. I bought Facebook. I bought Uber. And I bought Yes. So you can see, right? I, I, I After that big drop, after I, I controlled my risk tolerance, after I controlled my risk tolerance, I, 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 I felt happy. And I ended up buying companies. I ended up going on the shopping spree. And I now I, I now to me, if the market continues to drop, I still have plenty of cash at hands, right? Even though I'm buying I'm, I'm buying a lot of companies, I'm still maintaining a cash percentage um, to have enough risk um, risk risk tolerance. And right now, as the market drops, my risk tolerance is getting better. Now I'm like, okay, I'm okay buying more companies and dropping my cash down to 15. percent I'm buying I'm okay buying more ca- um, companies and dropping my cash to 13. percent Even if it continues to drop. I understand that I'm dollar cost averaging and these are eventually in the long run are going to give me better returns. So I under, right now my cash position is dwindling like it did when I bought these companies back then. But it's dwindling. It's going down on me buying companies. I am 100% sure that I, I, I agree on. Um, so that's what I'm doing. And if it continues to drop, if it continues to drop, I still have cash at hands and I still have my deposits that I do every two weeks that are gonna help me continue to build this up. All right, so now we're gonna take a look at my close position. So, right, I sold my Twitter. Twitter gave me a nice, about 10% gain. I sold Take Two Interactive, right, company that I bought and sold real quick. I only lost $2 in it. And again, that made me happy. Pins, um, Pinstress, I, I bought during earnings because it dropped. I bought a small percentage. So, all these were like, I think, 1% of my portfolio or 2% of my portfolio. Um, and I lost only $7.95, $7, right? So I was happy that I sold then because these prices on these companies are a lot lower and I would have been kicking myself, right? This, were, this was where my mistake happened. Macy's, I ended up selling Macy's. It was a good profit for me. So that was happy. But I felt like the money here I can use elsewhere. Um, Luck and Coffee, I sold some positions. I'm still in, in LK, but I sold some positions because I didn't. I felt like I was too too exposed in LK. So again, my risk tolerance level. Uh, I I sold and I lost for twelve percent. Here again, uh, esports company. I sold my position. I only lost seventy cents. GameStop. This was my biggest loser. I sold. Uh, I lost one hundred and forty-four on GameStop. Um, but again, um, sometimes you just gotta. Hey, I, I I don't care if I took that loss. At the end of the day, I'll make that money back. Um, Boeing. So if GameStop, if GameStop actually, if I did not have this loss of GameStop, if GameStop would have been flat. Um, my portfolio would actually been on the green right now, and, and see sometimes one dumb mistake can actually can actually screw things up. Um, next, Boeing. I sold one share of Boeing, um, and I lost fourteen dollars on it. But I repurchased one. Um, a few. Uh, I just repurchased one again. So this um, short term gain of twenty dollars, which is okay. Um, so now these this is my portfolio. So if you guys want to take a quick pause of it, um, this is this is my how my portfolio is looking. And right, I'm around ninety dollars down, one hundred and three. I guess it hasn't updated fully yet, so I'm still around that um, that less than 0.5, about 0.5 percent loss compared to the almost five percent loss that I would have seen if I was in the SPY. So again, this is just my portfolio. If you guys want to take a look, um, feel free and pause. Um, but then here I talk about February seventeenth um, versus February 29th. and these are two important dates. So February seventeenth was when the market was doing good really good right and i was on travel so this was the last time i updated my 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 excel sheet 
to understand how my portfolio was doing. And here, right, Berkshire cash, I had my cash position down to 7%, 7%. And that's when I was telling you, right, my risk tolerance was not liking it. And that's because I bought companies. These companies are less than 2%. Most of these are the companies that I bought without doing any true research on them. So my cash was sitting at 7%. But then I ended up selling. I ended up selling those companies that I showed. Right, I showed my close positionings. I showed. Um, I showed my losses on them, um, and I, I was happy. I was happy with my results on on that. I'm happy that I sold them. Um, so here, right, I sold Twitter. I sold GameStop. I sold TT2 Interactive. I sold Pinterest. I sold here, and I sold Macy's. These are now zero percent. But look how my portfolio has shifted. My cash right now, after everything, after all those drops. I'm sitting with about 13% cash on my portfolio. So that to me is happy. I'm pretty happy on those results. So that means that market still continues to drop. I will still be able to buy more. I bought more Berkshire. So my Berkshire is now 10%. I bought, so Berkshire used to be 8% of my portfolio. Now it's 10% of my portfolio. I bought Disney. Disney used to be where? Disney used to be a, a small player. I think it was 4%. Now it's sitting at 7%. Huya was, um, Huya was what? Huya was 5%. I increased it at 6.3%. Um, space, everything else is pretty much the same minus those that I've closed off. Um, so you can see where I went strong and started buying more shares off and that was Berkshire, Disney, and Huya. Um, and those are the ones that I think if the market continues to drop are the ones I'm gonna be focused on a bit more compared to the other ones. Um, what else do we have here? So right now, even though I am, I still have 13% in cash. And what I ended up doing is, even though I, I do like individual companies, I also believe that sometimes I might be wrong. So to give me some form of leeway, I wanted at least 20% of my account to be in some form of ETFs. Berkshire, in my mind, I consider a form of ETFs because they're diversified into plenty of companies and the companies in there are like. Um, so I have about 21% in cash in, um, ETFs, I have 13% in cash, and you can see here, I, I give you guys the ETFs and the types of companies that I'm in. So now for my future plans. So my future plans, every two to 3% days that are down, I'll buy. If it's a flat day, I'll pro, uh, I won't buy unless the individual company is down. I'll stop buying companies just to buy. I'm gonna do my full research because I was doing that and that was, that, that was kicking my, my risk tolerance and it's what, what I wasn't liking. And follow follow my gut from time to time, but understand my gains and losses that can occur. Right, my gut was telling me for a bit, hey, start buying these companies to get some cash working. But I was also understanding that I was buying these companies um, that I wasn't doing full research on them. So I also used some form of risk analysis to be like, okay, I'm gonna buy these companies, but I'm gonna buy a small percentage of them. And you can saw I only bought like one percentage. Um, one or two percent of my portfolio at most um, so even though I knew I was breaking my rule I was trying to offset it by buying smaller positions um, so that's it um, that's all I have I hope you guys enjoyed this episode post on the comments and let me know what you guys think have a good night and see you next time